This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. Hey, guys, it's Kristen. And it's Marnie from the Ask Women podcast. And make sure to check out our podcast for all the advice you need to get the women that you want. And yes, I say women, plural, because we even talk about polygamy. Not polygamy. What's it called? Polyamory. <laughs> That's right. But if you want to know all the advice that you've been waiting to hear directly that- from women on how to attract, date, seduce, and get the women you want, then check out our podcast, the Ask Women podcast, right here on Podcast One. In 72 hours, you could have $35,000 to cover your needs. What would you do? Pay off a high-rate credit card, start a business, do that home improvement project? I would start a business. With our sponsor, Prosper, it's never been easier. Go online, answer a few questions, and see your low fixed rate in seconds. Your money hits your account in as few as three days. Prosper is the fastest-growing peer-to-peer lender, and they've facilitated over $1 billion in loans to people like you. Their revolutionary platform connects people looking to borrow money with those who have money to invest. There's no outrageous fees, no raising interest rates, and you'll never set foot in a bank. Just go to prosper.com slash best friend to check your rate instantly without affecting your credit score. For a limited time, Prosper is offering Allison Rosen is your new best friend listeners a $50 Visa prepaid gift card when you get a loan. Go to prosper.com slash best friend. Up to $35,000 in just three days and a $50 gift card. Go to prosper.com slash best friend. Other restrictions apply. See site for details. Gift card is issued by Center State Bank of Florida pursuant to license from Visa USA Inc. All personal loans are made by WebBank, a Utah chartered industrial bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hello, my little pretzel crisps. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. We're all here. Hello, Gary. Hey, Allison. Hello, Matt. What up? Hello, Chris. Hey, baby boo. <laughs> hello, Jenna. <laughs> hello. And hello, Kaylin. Hello. <laughs> all right. So, lots to discuss. <laughs> I actually don't have that much to discuss. I think I'm wrung dry from having talked about the Oliver situation on Monday's episode, which uh, Daniel, my husband, and I did a, did an episode. I don't know if you guys, listeners, I don't know if you've listened to it or not. Um, it is a sad episode, but I'm, I'm a lot. Of, I got a lot of nice feedback about it as well. So, um, kind of just hanging in there. I. It's been a number. Well, it's not been that many days now. It's been fewer than two weeks. It's by the time you hear this, it will have been about a week and a half since um, since Oliver died and. I'd say for the first week, each day was kind of just as painful as the day before. And I'm like, holy fuck, when is this going to lift? And I know that that's too soon for it really to lift. Mm -hmm. But I think I was hoping that there'd be like a little bit of it gets better. And it's just each – actually today is the very first day that I didn't – I don't think I've cried yet today. So There's still time. That's it. <laughs> and I probably will at some point. But that's pretty significant because each day it's been just a matter of like how long until I cry from the time I get up. And the first few days we were crying before we even got out of bed. And uh, so now, yeah, I don't think I've cried yet. And here's a practical tip 
for a very select group of people, which are people who've just freshly lost their pets and feel like they can't deal with it, rearrange your furniture. We rearranged our living room furniture, and it's so much easier to sit in that room now because I would sit on the couch with Daniel, and I'm like, why? And I was like, why does it keep hitting me so hard here? Why can I not? Why can't I deal with sitting in this room? And he's like, because that's where you used to sit with him. And I think I've explained before every single night that. I was with Oliver, which was like, except for a, you know, a handful of nights when I was out of town, he would fall asleep in my lap. And then I would, I would fall asleep on the couch with him. We would both just fall asleep on the couch. So I think that's why sitting in that seat, I could feel that he wasn't there so much. So yeah, now that we've moved the couch and the chair, it's like a lot easier to deal with. That's a great idea too. You know, it's incredible how like just rearranging furniture can feel so new. Mm -hmm. My mom, like the, the closest person that I've lost recently is my grandma a couple years ago. And that's how she got through it a lot by, by just working on the house and rearranging furniture and things like that too. Yeah. I think it keeps those memories from just pounding. I mean, you still have the memories, but that sort of physical ache of there's something not right about this is gone a little bit. So now I'm looking at other rooms and in the, <laughs> the funny, funny thing. And by funny, I mean, there's no other word because funny is not the right one. There needs to be another word for when you're like, the funny thing is, and then you tell something that's not at all funny. <laughs> the notable thing is when we still thought Oliver was going to survive, um, we were talking and we were, we were so devastated though, but we still thought he was going to make it. But Daniel's like, if he doesn't make it, I think we have to move. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and now it's like, I don't think we're actually going to move. Yeah. Um, but, uh. But it'd be nice to not be in that house. Anyway, enough of, of me and my um, being a complete sad sack. How's everyone else? Jenna, are you hosting America's Funniest Videos yet? <laughs> not yet, but <clears throat> excuse me. It's been a very um, eventful week. I'm shooting my audition in this week, so hopefully I'll have it out as soon as I can. America's Funniest Videos reached out to me today and asked where it was. Yeah. And then... <laughs> <laughs> pretty exciting really exciting and i know i know it's because of all your tweets i absolutely know that for sure um so they reached out i said it's not ready yet i've, I've i'm making it extra good because i have to make tom bergeron proud mm-hmm. and they wrote back and said love that um please let us know when it comes in so that we make sure we see it so they're really gonna watch it yeah that's great so pressure's or on the 19 year old who runs their social media campaign <laughs> yeah, is really gonna watch totally it. Gonna watch it. that's you need true funny videos because i have a i have a funny cat video yes i have a, a funny jacuzzi video i think do you <laughs> with you in, in them? I, yeah i'm in all of them send them I have a funny skateboarding too, video. i've seen most of these i have yeah they're all they're all my iggy like you could just you, you could just oh. check it out okay really they're all up i could be your whole pilot episode that would be great just just That'd be great. Yeah, there's some exciting things Chris. in the works. Um, <laughs> but keep your tweets coming because we're gonna put we're gonna do a big long scroll of all your tweets in the audition to to show AFV how many new viewers they're gonna get. If yeah, I host. Exactly. exactly. I love that. Yeah. That's so they, cool. I feel it's like amazing. they probably have gotten more tweets in the last three weeks than that account has probably we ever were just seen. Saying that. Yeah, it's like Not it's that so they don't get a lot of tweets, great, but it's very concentrated yeah. right now. Sure, you guys are the best. So thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited about it. I think, yeah. I think that you. could actually be one of the first times I've ever used a hashtag in an email when we were oh, all talking right. about the show. Because <laughs> yeah. it's so awesome. Like Everything about it is just positive. It's like, so it's exciting. Yeah. I, um, I'm thrilled. I'm really excited. Yeah. We all are. So, yes, I'm going to use some, I'm totally going to use some of your videos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've, well, then uh, you're welcome in advance because <laughs> you're getting it. Funny show news. 
someone called him to, to the Adam Carolla show and did the Bobo Bark. Oh yeah. my god, it was, my, it was the most delightful thing in the world. I have it queued up if you want to listen to it. Yes. I've listened oh to it gosh. 15 times. I oh, do. Really? Listen for Gary's laughter. Not much. I mean, listen to you since I was about shoot, 12 years old. I love all you guys. Build-up. Adam, Ball, Thank Gary, you. Chris, Matt, Bobo Boys. Woo-hoo. Huh? How you guys doing? That's a reference from my show. <laughs> I did not remember Adam. I remember Adam going, what the? Yeah. But I remember him being like, huh? huh? <laughs> he repeatedly See, said, huh, right? See, I don't know, Chris. I didn't know about any of that until I listened this morning because we were laughing so fucking hard I, I, in I blacked out, yeah. Because Dawson wasn't here, out. so it was me, Chris, and Kaylin all in here, and... It was deafening, the laughter in here. I couldn't hear anything. And I didn't even hear you speak. he contacted me on Twitter and apologized for... He's like, of course you're my favorite. I love you. And I'm like, oh, you're the one. Because, of course, at the time, I was like, hello. <laughs> he's like, I've been listening forever. You're all my favorite, Ball. And he didn't mention every, oh, he said everyone about me. You. But I figured the Bobo bark was for me. Yeah. Let's hear that again. And then listen how confused Adam is. Not much. I've been listening to you since I was about shoot, 12 years old. I love all you guys. Adam, Ball, Thank Gary, you. Chris, Matt. Bobo boys, Woo-hoo. Huh? How you guys doing? Well, what, what <laughs> That's a reference from my show. <laughs> <laughs> so special moment. I, really I am amazing. But then Gary, didn't someone say to you, "Do you think Adam will start listening now?" And you're like, "Definitely not." <laughs> I I thought that was funny. Somebody like somebody yeah. tweeted that, and I just retweeted it. Like, Haha, no. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's he won't. I mean, but. The but Bobo still. Boy Army is strong. That's right. <laughs> and growing. Really and is. growing. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Look out, America's Funny Some videos. We're coming for you. It's going to be a bunch of barking in your audience. <laughs> <laughs> it's Arsenio. I was going to say, it worked for Arsenio. Why can't it work for you? Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. You can so, end every show with, like, all you Bobo Boys out there. <laughs> you will never be able to explain what that actually means. Oh, what does it mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's good during the daytime and later. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. So what's going on with everyone else? Just chilling. Yeah. Wa- watching the... <laughs> watching the Jenna's Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah, just constantly clicking refresh. Yep. And uh, seeing... Oh, Kaylin and I, we were in Ventura over the weekend. We, yeah, we uh, were. We, we compete. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a special bonding night on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just play it. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Damn it. We late. can wait till the next time. I mean, you may want to hear that oh, story. Yeah. I, have, I have my thing plugged in because I was playing the... Yeah. Well, okay. that, that no, theme you know that, what? It's fine. There'll be other moments. Yeah, the Let's theme was it. playing in my head all weekend because it was all <laughs> Kalen's Corner all weekend long. Um, yeah, so we competed in a, a cornhole tournament. That's the uh, game where you toss the beanbags on the, the board 27 feet away into the little hole. <laughs> There's no way I can explain that without sounding, sounding weird. But it was, it was a lot of fun. People take it very seriously. They had teams flying in from all wow. over the country to compete. I mean, it did have the third largest pot in the uh, Western What was United it? How big was it? Three grand for first place. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Just so, for a beanbag toss. Yeah, just for a beanbag toss, okay. Matt. No, it, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, so much more than that. It's, it's so much more. It's a beanbag in a wood hole. That's right. But anyways, uh, yeah, all the teams could be like I, um, me and my friend Chris were on a team. Two Chris's, one sack. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't name it. Kalen and Dawson were on a team together. And then uh, Jay and Rob and... Uh, and um, who, who's our other team? Oh, it's Jay's Jay's brother. And it's Tom. a team only. Two, 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 two yeah, yeah, two people. And uh, yeah, we we did okay. I didn't last year. I lost. Uh, we got wiped down the first round against uh, an eighty-year-old couple, me and Chris. 
and it was extremely embarrassing. So I was hoping to see them this year, but I'm pretty <laughs> well, sure they're dead because they were not there. The other embarrassing part is when – was it the wife or the husband who walked up to you and asked what the team name was? Yeah, the old lady. <laughs> She's like, oh, what? what's your team name? I said, oh, uh, two, two Chris's, one sack. Oh, oh. Like, <laughs> she was really freaked out. And the guy – in between tosses, had to sit under an umbrella because the sun was too hot. Like, wow. It was the That's worst. So like we looked and we thought it was a layup, and we just got demolished. Um, they had so many more years to practice. Yeah, mm-hmm. this year we did okay. We won. Uh, we won uh, a game, and then uh, we lost against like a guy, an old guy with like one eye, like a glass eye and a cowboy hat. Like so, I don't know how much better we did, but he was really good. What if that one eye was like robotic eye, and he actually had the exact measurements? <gasps> Oh, he was faking like he couldn't see. He's like, that's I can't even saying. see the thing. Oh, that's <laughs> exactly like a what he would guy. say. But anyways, we had a great time. We served in Korea there. Uh, a lot of uh, people from the – listeners from the show came came out. Uh, we got you know some Bobo Barks and some Bobo Boy references. So ho, ho. And, um, <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> this is the thing that's catching on. <laughs> and and uh, some oh, of my favorite, my favorite team names, I wrote some of them down because they were pretty funny. So not including ours because uh, ours is just a stupid joke. But we had a Cornhole Sanders, <laughs> which was really funny. That was my personal favorite. Um, bleached Cornhole. Um, <laughs> my goal is your hole. I'm noticing a theme here. And then, and then it gets pretty rapey after that. Oh, because it wasn't before. <laughs> right, right. No, I'm kidding. No. And then there's, there's, one, there's a one-two punch, mazed and corn-fused, which I really, oh, I really like. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so it was, it, was a, it was a blast. Kayla and I hung out all weekend. We, stayed, we slept in the same bed. Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> that was Kaylin's Corner. Yeah, it was. That was Kaylin's Corner. Hello. Yay! Yay! I've never been more creeped out by Chris's part of that than I was just then. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Um, Gosh, it's so weird. I just imagine myself, like, saying that to him in bed. (laughs) 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 Isn't that bored? Oh, man. Uh, So, this isn't going to help, but Kayla and I hung out at a bar that night. It It was a blast. Um, yeah, we, we had a couple of drinks, danced, and it was a good time. So what have you learned about Kaylin? Because he's something what, of an enigma. You, you skipped over, a, yeah, a you very skipped over good... two very important details. Um, okay, so we were looking for something to do Saturday night, and we went to this bar. Uh, I forget what it was called, but they had like a wedding band playing. It was just all these old people dancing. I mean, it, it's fun. I love that. But, you know, just it reeked of, like, ten different kinds of perfume. And, it's actually uh, a really cool bar. You had to, like, take an elevator up to, like, yeah, the top this, floor. And, this old-school like, elevator took you to the third floor. And, uh, yeah, everyone seemed to have a good time. But it was just, I mean, um, it was just, people. yeah, just not really our, our scene. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I, you know, I went on the Yelp, and I looked up a, a nearby bar that looked like, you know, something a little bit more for us. And uh, mm-hmm. it was me, Kaylin, Rob, and Tom, who are, who are Adam's assistants who work on his cars. They're two just, you know, Connecticut boys that are with us, too. And, uh I saw this bar and I, I led them to. It was about a half mile away, and we walked. And um, what I didn't tell them it was a gay bar because I didn't think they were going to be into it. And but you knew it was a gay bar. I knew it was a gay bar. Um, but according to the Yelp reviews, they're all written by chicks. So I thought, okay, so a lot of girls go to this. And oh, it, is that one of your strategies? No, it's it's not <laughs> because I know girls don't. Girls go to gay bars to not get picked up on. And so, but I mean, there were, there'd be girls there, so I didn't want them to feel super uncomfortable, especially Rob and Tom, who have never been to a gay bar ever. And, uh, so we went and, you know, we're walking up there and you, you could hear like the music bumping and everything. There's a, a little line outside. So it looked like, you know, this place is pretty happening. We walk inside, 
Um, it was a little shocking. Uh, there's a drag show um, and a couple dance floors. And so first thing we did was – the drag show was really crowded. So we walked to the other dance floor and got, got a drink and just started uh, tearing, tearing it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I don't have anything on me. I left it all on the dance floor <laughs> that night. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, it was also Pride Week, wasn't it? Yeah, that's why it's crowded. It was, uh, <laughs> it, was uh, it, it was Pride Week, so they really got the butt of it. <laughs> oh, come on. You had nope. that plan. <laughs> uh, how did Rob and Tom feel about it? Uh, I was really worried, but they, they were into it. They, they liked it. They had a good time. Tom was the first guy dancing with me on, on the dance floor. Like we just, we just went in there. And, uh, and like I remember one time we, we were dancing, and I just feel this big, manly, like big pair of hand just reach over my shoulder and just start massaging me on the dance floor and you know it was, it was a bit it was a big black guy who was uh, massaging me and you know he's good hands it was a good massage um but he was just messing with me because um we, we were cracking jokes the whole night so he was like trying to make uh, you uncomfortable yeah. slash comfortable so, yeah so it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it, it, it was fun um did it have a fun name because the uh, only gay bar i've been to maybe not the only one but there was one that I went to in New York called, I think it was just called The Cock. <laughs> but it had a picture of a rooster. That's funny. Right. No, this one's called Patty's. It's in Ventura. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so it, it's, uh, yeah, it's gay-friendly. But there are a lot of girls there, right? Right? Yes. Well, yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of girls. There, there, and there are, like, girls with other, other girls. Like, you know, um, lesbians is, is oh, the term. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, they are gay as well. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. <laughs> and, yeah, and cheap drinks. Uh yeah, it was, it was a blast, and like, we all had so much fun. We we were, we were we were like peak, uh, in in fun, in the fun uh, department. We we peaked, and then we met up with the other guys there because they they didn't want to wait in the line. Mm-hmm. Then they, so we went somewhere else, and that, it was a re- we went to a really cool bar called the Tavern. After that, but it di- it just did not compare to what we experienced earlier. Well, it sounds fun. There was a fog machine, and one of the rooms was mirrored walls, all mirrored walls. So wow, yeah. So now just, were you worried? About no. guys hitting on you or anything like that in a foggy room? Oh no! See, the thing or is, are you cool with that, or how do you feel about I'm, that? I'm I'm okay <laughs> with it. Um, I mean, because they were they were eyeballing me all night long. I, I could feel You're it. You're a beautiful specimen, Chris. Yeah. No, uh, th- I mean, males are a little bit more aggressive uh, on the dance floor than than, than women. That you know, Usually, that's something yes. I learned. Uh, but growing up, like my friends and I, we we just like to have fun and like just be silly. So like. We danced with each other growing up, like, and you know, at, at our high school dances, we always we made other people uncomfortable by the things we would do, and it was just, it was just fun. Like, uh, we would, yeah, we we do this move called like the wheelbarrow, where someone, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh, or a don't guy Google that hands. at home. Do not Google like, that. One don't of the guys get, gets on his hands <laughs> yeah. and like puts his legs, like his feet, uh, I guess, like to around the other guy's hips. Who's not familiar with the wheelbarrow? Oh, yeah. Either way. And then the guy just, like, pushes himself up and claps and, like, and as, as the other guy's, like, rotating in a circle. And it just, it's so, it's just so weird and unusual for people to see. So it, it's kind of like an attention getter. Like, mm-hmm. uh, other things we do, we do exercise moves. Like, one guy will just drop to the floor, start doing push-ups. I'll do, like, cherry pickers and... And like just weird things. Like it sounds like uh, Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He thinks dancing is just karate chopping. And yeah. He, you know. Yeah. So we just like we we just like to have fun and, and you know just goof off and it you know so like gay bars I've I've never had a problem with and it, it, they are cheaper drinks sometimes they're open bars and I've I, I never minded going so I wanted to take them I knew they'd have a good time. Kaylin, did you have fun? Oh yeah, I had a blast. There All you right. Go. And so what's the other thing that you forgot to mention? Yeah. Oh, Pride Week. Oh, okay. Oh. They were linked. He told them both in that story. 
But yeah, so good good weekend, me and Kaylin, just hanging out all weekend. So as I started to ask before, what can you tell us about Kaylin? Because I do think he's he's a bit of a mystery to us, even though he does reveal things like he's half English. Now I know that. You sure you want to peel this particular onion? Let's find out. Let's try. Gotta be careful. Or you else know what? what you're gonna get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying? No, I so. mean that, that's pretty much it. I just hung out with that all weekend. So you you do. I know. can attest to this. Yeah, because you live. With Gary him. lives yeah, with the guy. We've gone out several times. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. It's just nonstop <laughs> Kalen's corner. It's like that with a few beers in him. I don't know. It's it's not offensive at all. I, there's it's just that. Kalen had a guy eyeballing him on the dance floor too. It was. Probably one of the creepiest moments of my life. Yeah, this guy was just creepy. But it though. was this guy was just the way that he danced. <laughs> and can you describe it? Think of uh, like think I, uh, he was moving his body all over the place, but his head just stood perfectly still. <laughs> <laughs> just think, think his about gaze that. was just lost. They're just on the same yeah. plane. Yeah. Wow. And but I mean, he seemed like a nice guy. I mean, yeah, he was he was welcoming our group. I, yeah, we were still dancing. We, we needed it? six because I wanted uh, I wanted to start one of my favorite things to do on dance floor, which is our which is the tunnel. Where everyone just like lines up and everyone goes under the tunnel and you. Oh, play. that Cause sounds it, fun. Because it gets everybody involved and mm-hmm. it's fun to get the whole dance floor doing it. Um, but I don't remember the tunnel. It sounds it's exhausting to like be like, working this hard to know, like make everyone up. have fun. I, know, I get I, the intention behind it. I wish that I could. No, I did, but it's fun to do. It's fun to do it too. You, it's not really working. I've hard. never been dancing with someone like you. I don't think. Like someone who invents dance activities, right? Besides what? dancing, that was like the Mormon that, dances. I feel like. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I guess we did dumb stuff like that. I mean, not dumb. Yeah. I don't mean dumb. <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> I you mean. Cheesy. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's cool. It, that's what I'm, it sounds fun. It, it sounds it like you're making it more and fun. Because like, I, can't, I can't just be that guy that just like walks up to a girl and just starts, you know, grinding up on her behind. Like, it just, it feels obtrusive. Probably it feels not this far now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, not there, too. But like, because like, I see guys doing that all the time. And like, it works for them. But for me... I feel dumb. That makes me feel dumb, mm-hmm. dancing like that. Yeah. I like to just have fun and, and ha- make sure everyone else has fun, too. No, it's good. I think I th- everyone enjoys that guy. Yes. Totally. Everyone sees sure. the person who's loose and relaxed and wish that they could be that loose and relaxed. So it is an enviable position to be in. But it does also sound like a lot of work to me. Like <laughs> The hardest part is... Just have is a fucking drink with your friends. Dance with your part, friends. Well, yeah, but the hardest it part hard is... hard to even just like find a bar, really. Oh yeah, there was nothing there. It was all antique stores and like thrift stores for for miles, and so that was like the closest one. You guys were in Ventura. Yeah. Like where in Ventura? Um, isn't Ventura really big? Downtown. Ventura. Yeah, we're in downtown Ventura. I, I think I don't think it's that big. I think I've been to maybe the there was is. a concert theater in downtown Ventura. I don't know if it's still there, but it, I remember thinking downtown Ventura was kind of neat. It's kind of yeah. kind of like old town. Ton of live bands. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just like old town. It's like an old yeah. town. Yeah. Wow. So. We yeah, had, we had a blast, cool. and uh, I'm glad Kalen was there to enjoy it. So. I am too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, for one second, let's talk about the leftovers, but not in a spoiler way. Who's but did I spoil it for you that episode? Because I feel like I did after yes, the show on Monday. That's okay. You did because I wasn't aware that I hadn't seen that episode yet. But it's okay. I was still I was still surprised when it happened. Okay. So yeah, don't feel bad. I'm not. I'm okay with spoilers in general, though. I'm not like a real. Don't. I'm not. I don't pump my ears like Matt Fondelier. That's right. If I gave one shit about the show, I'd be pumping my ears right now. Right. But I won't. I'll listen intently. Kaylin, are you caught up? No, I didn't see. Oh. So I that to watch tonight. Well, then I guess I can't say anything. No, I feel like I can <laughs> because the second the episode starts, you'll know the whole episode is flashback. 
Okay. And um, I before. Re- from before yeah. the the rapture when 2% of the pop- – this is the basic premise of the show, so I'm not giving anything away. The show is 2% of the population has been – like disappears one day, and, this, and now the show is three years later. Uh, and, you know, how are people coping with 2% of the population being gone and all their – you know, many of their loved ones just voomped. <laughs> I don't know what that sound was. Uh, that was the sound of the rapture. It's in exactly. the Bible. Exactly. They got sucked up. They disappeared. It's like a vacuum hose. But so this whole episode <laughs> took place before, and you saw what their lives were like before. And I realized that's the series I'd rather watch. After you watch it, Kaylin, tell me if you agree with me. I'll let you know. I pr- much prefer this, all, who they are then. Okay. Moving on. I just want to say proudly that Chris was doing the ear pump. So I'm glad, a little he was, bit. I'm glad to see that. Doing the mo- it on and off, which was confusing to me. Well, I had to check if it was if it was if it was done. Yeah. But he did it very I, subtly, which is the key to doing <laughs> the ear pump move. No, when you do it, it's not subtle at all. Yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> it's literally like as unsubtle as it yeah. can be. Depends on the group I'm with, but yeah. You still do it? Uh yeah. Although it's been a while since Sure, you want to put the Interstellar trailer on just for fun? Yeah, you don't want to. I'll just take these off. Um, but yeah, I haven't actually been to the movies in a long time, sadly. So haven't had the need to do it in a theater. But I've watched a lot of trailers on the internet on my own computer. And I, I don't do the <laughs> ear pump by myself. I'll just click the trailer off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or just, yeah, fold it and look up. I've said it before. The greatest compliment you can pay to a movie is that I don't want to see the entire trailer. Because I just want to be surprised. Have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? Not yet. Yes. I was just going to ask you because he hasn't and he's been wanting to see it. Yep. And that trailer said nothing about the movie, which I love. Oh, yeah. That trailer was – Like Mad Men. So scenes from the will next. you even – but with your with this thing, do you even like find out what the movie's about at all? I'll start to wa- – You know? Like I'll start to watch something. It's sort of a – it's a slightly complicated answer. It's something like Christopher Nolan Interstellar. Right, the new movie with Matthew McConaughey. I don't need to watch even one second of that trailer because I know who directed it. I know who stars in it. I've heard a line or two about what it's about. I'm in. I okay. didn't even need to hear that, though. I just knowing who directed it and who started it, I'm totally in. Right. But there's other movies I'm trying to think like of. Like If I Stay. I didn't watch that trailer. <laughs> I think I know which one you're talking about. But there are other movies, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? I don't even know what that movie's about. I've only seen the billboards, and I can tell from the billboard that I don't want to see it. I don't know. It's like a rom- teen romance. Okay. Is yeah. there, There's like a coma involved. Ugh. It's very, yeah. Is there an actor I mean, you know, or actress who, if you just heard they were in the movie, if they are starring in the movie, you would watch it yes. regardless? Who? Yes. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Tom Cruise. No. Tom Cruise? Really? <laughs> Pretty much. Wow. Matthew McConaughey, um, Liam Neeson now, probably. <laughs> Martin Short. Probably a couple. Martin Short, yes. I, I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, Tom Hardy, another guy. I would oh, totally yeah, see Tom just Hardy. about anything he's ever done. He's he awesome. He makes good projects. He was yeah. Bane in the new Batman movie. Oh, yeah, but yeah. But he's, uh, he's a really cool actor. He's cute. Yeah, I guess, uh, um, what's his name? Who plays Batman? Christian Bale? Yeah. Or, I Yeah. Okay. Carrie Washington. <laughs> there you go. Another huge movie star. <laughs> How dare you. Um, so the couple times that you said Interstellar, I was getting this sure. weird like, wait, I feel like, is, it, is this a remake? And I realized it's because I was thinking of Inner Space. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Meg Ryan. Yeah. Classic movie. It's wonderful. Oh, yeah. um, Meg Ryan. All right. So I need your guys' opinions on this. I don't know if you actually can weigh in because it's about my therapist, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. So, uh, oh, I got this. What? I can weigh on a new okay. therapist, no problem. Wonderful. Mm. Newish therapist. I like her. Um, but 
I think when you're grieving really hard for something about something, there's like only so much therapists can do. They just kind of sit there and hand you Kleenexes and say vague things to make you feel better. But there's no real making you feel better. But a lot of what I've been doing or what I was doing when I saw her was a lot of if only I had like really beating myself up, feeling really guilty, like oh, I had missed the signs that he was sick or if only – if we hadn't gone away, this wouldn't have happened. If we hadn't – you know, if, if I hadn't left him with my mom, if I'd left him with someone else or all – I mean, ultimately, no matter what, he had congenital kidney disease, so he wasn't going to live a full life anyway. But because he was attacked, that made it all happen faster. But the truth is he – I don't know how much longer he would have lived anyway. So the whole thing is, like, very hard to wrap my head around. And the fact that we had to put him to sleep – is confusing and I feel really guilty over that even though I do believe it was the merciful thing for him and he was really in the process of dying when it happened so it wasn't like it wasn't like oh he had anything good to look forward to he was pretty much brain dead but it was just a lot it's like a very confusing and a lot of awfulness so my therapist was like hearing me kind of really beat myself up over it over all the things she's like why do you feel the need to experience this pain and then go back and like rub salt in the wounds. And I'm like, I don't know, you know, but then Daniel's therapist. And I realize I sound like a cartoon that both of us are talking. Anyway, a lot of people have therapists. I believe in therapy. Okay. Daniel's therapist said that all of that, all the thinking, if only this, and if only that is actually a stage of grief. It's part of the bar, you know, the five stages of grief. It's part of the bargaining process. This came up a bit on the Monday show for anyone who's like, I feel like I've heard this before. Um, I, I never quite understood what the bargaining phase of grief was. I thought that was like if you're contemplating your own mortality or someone else's mortality and you're like, oh, if only they'll be healthy, then I'll act differently or something. But actually part of the bargaining is all the if onlys. So hearing that all of these thoughts I was having are a normal part of the grieving process, hearing that via Daniel's therapist makes me feel so much better that I'm like, well, why didn't my therapist tell me that? Why instead is she making it out like this is some unhealthy thought pattern I'm engaged in when it's a perfectly normal thought pattern? I will say that she did say to me, can you see the way in which these thoughts are a defense against the helplessness and the feeling out of control? And I said, yes. So it's not like she was just like, don't think this way. But in general, I sort of walked out of there feeling like, yeah, what's wrong with me that I am am doing this to myself? Maybe I shouldn't be as opposed to, yeah, this is a normal part of grief. I prefer the latter. I think what she was trying to say, because I, I grew up with this quote. I think I learned it like in Catholic school or something. But it, yeah, pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. And I think that's what that was kind of her way of like saying, like, I mean, the pain, you're always going to miss him, but like you it's almost as if you're choosing to to lament and suffer on this yeah can i also posit that i mean is there something to both of your therapists know you much better than the other and that might have applied to to the things that daniel was doing or you know the way daniel was grieving i mean it sounds like yeah it sounds like you've been going into a little bit more I mean, you said at a certain point you requested, like, the medical records and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds like you're going into a little bit more. That's true. Like, a little deeper down the hole. I'm not saying it's unhealthy or anything. I have no fucking idea, and I don't know what I would do if I was in your position. But, like, it sounds like between you and Daniel, you're going a little bit deeper down that particular hole. Yes. So maybe 
And I am a little bit, I'm kind of, I was stuck there for longer. That whole being the part where I still can't accept that what happened was inevitable. Right. He is moving more into the depression and acceptance phase of the grief. And I'm still stuck on, you know, just pouring over, which is what I do, like pouring over every little detail. I forget if I mentioned on the Monday show that getting his medical records helped me, though. No, you did, for yeah. sure. But, I mean, it also probably prolonged that. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Because what I, I forget if I mentioned to you guys, after talking about it on the on the Adam Carolla show, some well meaning people wrote in to say to question the way our vet had handled everything. Like could you know, maybe maybe it wasn't kidney failure, maybe it was this, maybe it was this, maybe it was this. So that really even though I knew that it wasn't gonna bring him back, I began to despair over, oh my god, what if it what if it could have been prevented? What if it this, da 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 et cetera. So I got his his blood work and looked at it. And they had explained that, you know, if if this level is elevated as well, then it for sure was kidney disease. And it was. So once I found that out, though, I felt a thousand times better, even though though I know that there might be people around me who are like, you're engaged in this neurotic thing. But it did make me feel better. Yeah, I think that I I, I don't think I'd be able to do that just because neither would I, which which I just don't because I just don't I guess it, it did make you feel better. But I just couldn't gamble on that. Like. If I saw anything that would make me feel worse, and it would horrify me. Well, I was very afraid of it. Actually, interestingly, my therapist, because I was talking to her about it, she said, well, this is information that you can get, right? So I took that to be she was saying, yeah, go for it. Mm. Um, I was very afraid to call the vet and ask for it. I was because I knew it would just agonize me. But then I'm like, I can't feel worse than I already feel. On on the Adam and Drew show, we get a ton of callers that say, I don't know if he's my – actual father or not or something like that and i want to check the records and make sure he's raising for the last 10 years but i have to check and make sure something or you know all my life actually and then adam and drew always say both times don't even why why do that what will it do like so i think i and i think i, I agree with him as far as that goes mm-hmm. just like i can't i i can't see any benefit you no know, like if there's any chance of it but then again well I mean, imagine if the person called in though and their father had already died and now well, they're trying to like Right. Yeah, I think I think I can at least for me and I think this applies to you Chris like if this happened to us it's hard for me to imagine being in Allison's position oh, yeah, because if possible. this happened to us we wouldn't have people yes putting that shit in our head. And right. It's like, Once it was in my head I couldn't get it and out. And the thing totally. is, is that like I I read a lot of the emails that Allison gets and try to screen them out and like the Frankly, these were so sad that if they didn't look mean, I was just sending them along because I couldn't bear to read them. So I didn't even know that happened. But did you see the super nice one from today? No, I don't think I've seen it Somebody yet. sent an email today and said that based on your story, like, their dog was exhibiting a lot of the same, like, <gasps> shit with kitty, and you saved the dog's life. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. That makes me feel so good. And they, like, sent a picture. It's really – it's a oh. super sweet email. Oh, that's so good. And, yeah, that gave sorry me the chills. I, yeah, that, was, that one really warmed my heart. <laughs> oh, so. yeah, good. That makes me feel so good. By the way, I wasn't going to say anything about it, but I will say a few people have decided to troll me about Oliver's death. Now, ninety nine cannot tell. even take. You've that. probably seen a few of those, right? I have. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the emails I've received have been really nice. More like usually, there's I don't know whatever the ratio is. I'm pretty aware of like the vast majority of everyone will be awesome, and there's a few people who are going to be jerks. This one has really been tipped in the direction of everyone has been super yes. cool. But the fact that there's even a few, it's like what kind? And but it. Well, I want to say it didn't bother me, but it actually did bother me a little bit. But my reaction at the time was, oh, you are a miserable person who's been hurt very, very hurt Absolutely. a lot in your life to choose. 
for this level of like vulnerability to make you want to strike at someone is weird. It's disturbing to me. Mm. Side note, though, apparently dogs who, and a few people have said this to us. I never thought about it. Dogs who are sick are often attacked by other dogs. Um, and weird. It's so weird. And Daniel keeps saying. It's just like that's the difference between humans and animals is that in humans, the impulse is to protect the weak and protect the sick as opposed to attack them. So whoever's trolling me, you're a dog. (laughs) Oh, hey, you know what? Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Except that I love dogs for the most part, and that's just in their nature. But it is weird to think you about. You shouldn't uh, disgrace dogs that way. I know. Yep. It's weird to think that that's the instinct, is yep. to attack the sick thing. Mm-hmm. I wonder why that... I mean, I guess it's just natural selection. Yeah, it sounds but like it Darwinian. awfully cruel. It, it does, but it does, on an animal level, it does kind of make sense. Yeah. yeah. Like if it, I could see, like, on the, on the cave man or cave dog level, you don't want somebody sick coming into your tribe because you'll infect everybody. Well, right. sure. And, you know, if it doesn't look like it's going to survive, that food is for... You know, could better be served keeping the healthy animals healthy, like that kind of stuff. Right. But I mean, it's it's weird evolved that that's beasts. yeah, it's like, but that's weird that like they've evolved to the point that we're allowing them to like sleep on our bed, but that's still there, like on some level, it's crazy. Right. It's sad. Although not all dog. I mean, there's no way Oliver would have ever done that because oh, sure. he was the most submissive. Right. But these part wolf. I mean, I guess that. <laughs> but I guess that that's in their nature. Um, in much. Lighter, happier news. I want to tell you guys about Zulily. Zulily is an online retailer obsessed with bringing customers special finds every day. All of them are at incredible prices. They feature an always fresh curated collection for the whole family, including clothing, home decor, toys, gifts, and more. Uh, and there's something for everyone, ladies, gentlemen, and children. You can shop deals that are up to 70% off. New sales launch every day at 9 a.m. Eastern, and the new sales last for three days. So top items sell out quickly, so you guys are going to want to shop early. Think of it as like a treat to go with your morning coffee or your tea. You want to check this in the morning. Although you really could check anytime, but it's most fun in the morning. And the great deals you find at Zulily are limited time offers. Prices are so low that sales can only last for a limited time. Membership is free, but you have to sign up to see the sales. Zulily will send you an email each morning announcing each day's sale. So you guys can get an additional 15% off your first first purchase by visiting www.zulily.com slash BFF. That's www.zulily.com slash BFF. This is on top of the already 70% off prices you'll find every day. So again, go to zulily.com slash BFF, zulily.com slash BFF. Okay. I think we have an iTunes comment of the week, and I don't actually know what it is, so we'll all find Allison it. wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments, and don't forget to click five stars. All right, this week's iTunes comment of the week comes to us from Jemmy88, and it's titled Dear Best Friend. I've enjoyed the evolution of your show. I really enjoy the guests and the Thursday shows. Thanks for being my new best friend, and thanks for introducing me to my other friends, Gary, Chris, Matt, Jenna, and Kaylin. I like to save the podcast to get me through my workouts, and I wonder if people in the gym think I'm crazy when I randomly burst out laughing. And in case you wanted my two cents, butter sandwiches exist. Excuse me. Blueberries are real. I'm a shower traveler. Yes to pepper, and peanuts are the best nut. Love your show. We never, it, we never <laughs> argued the existence of blueberries. blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I say real? 
Yeah, because yeah. blueberries are real. Oh, I'm blind. It says blueberries are blue. Well, that's just true. Oh, how dare you? Yeah, that's actually the more correct statement. And peanuts are not the best nut. No. Not even by a long shot. Yeah, this has just been covered already. This is yeah. lunacy. But thanks for listening. Pistachio. Totally. Oh, yeah, sorry. Thank you. Your comment you, was so kind. Thank you so much for your great... Yeah, thanks for I laughing just... at the gym. Now she's crying at the gym. I know. Comment of the week. Critical panel no, over here. <laughs> If you would like your iTunes comment to be an iTunes comment of the week, leave us a nice comment. Click five stars. It's our favorite number. And perhaps we'll read it on the show. Gary's still losing his shit in the other I know. room right now. The, the, the visual yeah. of somebody on a Stairmaster crying is just dumb. You mean like Sad. me every time I'm at the gym? <laughs> uh, I've done that like um, when my first girlfriend broke up with me. I just started doing push-ups crying. Like, I don't know why. That was the first oh, wow. thing I could think of doing. It's like, oh. Something really manly like, yeah. I'm still a man. Uh, it's okay. Push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do just me everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something. All right, Amy. Some pretty impressive teamwork. What just happened? I managed. Well, my mic's still on. No, there we go. No, it was impressive teamwork. It's all over. No, it's all over. I was handed a fresh can of beer, and I was trying to open it without anybody noticing, and we threw a series of hand signals and <laughs> aggressive eye contact. Unless Gary said it just now, you would never have known. I like that you whispered that last part. Very dramatic. Yes. All right. Amy Prusinski says, before every workout, I feel the need to have a cup of coffee. I don't drink it with sugar or anything, though. Well, that's Uh, just how you should be drinking your coffee. Um, It is a lot easier to drink coffee black, I think. Well, life is. I mean, maybe not for the taste buds of some people. Right. You might not enjoy it as much, but I suppose it's easier. I can't do, I can't do the black coffee. I've tried it different oh, times in my life. Life is so much easier. I've tried so to better. do – I've tried black coffee. I've tried just sweetener, no milk. I've tried just milk, no sweet. I find that just milk, no sweetener is the easiest one to do if I can't have it the way I like it with 15,000 packets of Splenda and a shit ton of almond milk. But – um, yeah, can't do the black coffee. Here's what I'm wondering. Is this JMO about black coffee or is it about drinking coffee before you work out? It's drinking coffee before you work out. Okay. Which I don't recommend doing. <laughs> yeah, I just want to be sure. Sound, yeah. No, um, just, I used to do I'm, that before. I would be okay with that. As I've said before, I'm in, a, in an adult recreational basketball league every Sunday morning. And <laughs> I've, I've, in case anyone's curious what this will be. <laughs> and I've, I've drank the I coffee. I've drank the coffee before a game. And, yeah, and you just feel it the entire game in your stomach. And it's awful. Is this now? Are you in this adult recreational league <laughs> to make friends? No, they're all my friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just like playing basketball, and it's it's cool because you you have a ref, and um, yeah, it's like a tournament play and things like that. Feel it in your stomach like you need to take a. No, you just you, it just your stomach's warm. Like no, not that. It, you could, but you can like almost fe- it. I, I it might be psychological, but like it's like swishing around in your stomach. You can almost feel it. Chris is so into basketball. I noticed the other day he keeps an indoor and outdoor basketball in his car. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. I didn't even know that there were two different kinds of basketballs. <laughs> Nor did I yeah. either. They do make, like, multi-purpose ones. two kinds of volleyball. I have a basketball that doesn't really? get dribbled outdoors because um, they ruin the, uh, the outdoor uh, cement and um, asphalt ruins a basketball real easily. Same with shoes. I have shoes that I don't play basketball on outside. I but, get the indoor-outdoor shoes, if that makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, basketball, same thing. The balls are, if you've ever seen like a nice indoor basketball, you wouldn't want to play with it outside either. 
because yeah. it's so nice. Yeah, even one game. Well, you can just tell from it. touching it. Like they feel better and they're easier to like use. But like you can tell from touching it that like a, a little nick of gravel would completely fuck it up. Are they bouncier? The indoor ones? No, well, but they're made of a different. They're made of a different material too. Like they're just, they're indoor like on leather or, or like a synthetic composite leather, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just a little bit. It's a little bit grippier. Whereas if you played it outside, it would just smooth it all out and eventually to where it just becomes a sphere. Like you wouldn't even have the grips or anything. Yeah. Brandon Inner says, just mirror everyone. When watching family sitcoms like Roseanne or Full House, try to imagine the layout of the home after seeing all the rooms. Sometimes I do. I've done a lot of stuff like that with Facts of Life. I've done there's a lot of Facts of Life <laughs> fan fiction in my head. I like to take the four girls, and then I like to be like, if Tootie and Blair hung out, what would that be like? If these two hung out, what would that be like? And then I also like to think about the layouts. So, yeah, I guess I do do that. I have to say I've, I've never personally had that thought before, but uh, Bob Bryan's mentioned this movie on the Adam Kroll show a few times. There's a documentary about conspiracy theories behind The Shining yes. called Room 239. And it's a very interesting movie. It's really not for everybody. It's very low-key. It's not quite what you think it is, although it is a pretty decent movie. There's a whole sequence where there are people talking about what the layout of the of the Overlook Hotel is like. And depending on the you know mental stresses of the character, they try to show how Stanley Kubrick actually changes the layout of the hotel. So like – if you were really thinking about it, one character should be in a different room when they walk through that door, but they're in a totally different room. And, you know, when you're watching the movie like a normal person, you just think, oh, that's just the set that they were on. But that's what's so cool about the movie is you're like, oh, wow, there really is like something going on with the layout of this place. It's pretty interesting. Adam always talks about how jealous he is or was of Dr. Drew when he found out Dr. Drew hadn't seen The Shining because he wishes he could see it again for the first time. I've never yeah. seen The Shining. <gasps> but I, it. No, thank you. No, thank you. Halloween time coming up. Here's Perfect the thing. time to watch it. I don't, I don't like scary movies. Yeah. At all. All right. I, I, don't you know, watch it. This it's is, very this, scary, this right? I've never seen it either. <sighs> oh, is it? You haven't? No. So maybe it. we should watch it together. Maybe, I but fun. I don't want to be scared. You won't be that scared. scared. I don't think it's that scary. There's enough... Yeah, sounds uh, like a. Sp- why don't we all watch it together? Psychological all, scary. It, it is won't scary be scary if we're all together. That's what they say. Here's the thing. <laughs> but <laughs> I've been is, burned by that before. Well, actually, okay. I have a just mirror everyone along those lines that I was just thinking of. I recently uh, last weekend went to go see Jurassic Park. Um, they like showed it on these giant screens outside Honda Center, and Whoa. there were so many kids there that were like five years old and under, like an absurd number, and I just. I don't know, like, is that movie not scary anymore? Because I remember seeing that movie for the first time when I was, like, 11, and it fucked with me for, like, a couple days. Yeah, it scared me as, I, a, as a young kid, too. Well, I I could handle I saw that for the first time recently, and I was able to handle it. But I think as a kid, it would have scared me. Yeah. I grew up watching scary movies. I think my mom was, like, she let us watch scary movies at a very young age because she loves scary movies. I mean, I think I saw The Shining when I was eight. Wow. <laughs> like, something really young. Did it scare you? Um, not... Yes. That yeah. explains nothing. I know, right? <laughs> the, the thing with The Shining, though... I've seen everything. All the scary movies. The Shining's been around for a long enough period of time that there is a... It's so ingrained in popular culture. You... I don't think you can really get that scared because Jack Nicholson is just Jack Nicholson the right. entire movie. But yeah. the music and the way that it's shot, 
will scare the shit out of you. It's will super it? creepy. It, and if you don't know when the I'm scares getting, like, actually I feel are, just having this conversation right it's now, like it's, it's really an intense movie. Scary moments, right? It's just because of how it's shot. Yeah, I guess exactly. So. It, just, it constantly. You feel if, if you don't know when the moments are, the movie's made to feel like anything can happen at any time. So there is a lot of like unease when you watch the movie. But when you're finished with the movie, I don't think that it would keep you up per se. It's not like so scary. I don't like. Scary I find movies the notion either. of Shining to be scary. Well, it's creepy. It's definitely it. creepy, yeah, and there's no I'm question out. it's a creepy movie. I mean, yeah, I, don't, it's I don't think so. I don't. I don't I think don't, I, it's. I don't even want to know what that is. I didn't know that The Shining referred to whatever you just said bugged me out. I don't even Ooh. want. Oh, oh, you, oh my have gosh. you not seen it either? Oh, movies. no, no. I thought I said that earlier. No, definitely not. I don't like scary then movies. Then we're all watching it. Come oh on. My gosh. Let's, please. All, let's all together. Please. Let's I love promise. it. Let's do it. Let's make a promise that we'll never no. see it. No. <laughs> That's right, not that the promise I want. <laughs> Put those pinkies away. <laughs> No, we have to watch oh, it. It's I gonna love be like, scary movies. Do you, it's do you so ride fun. roller coasters? I think we. Yes, I'm okay with roller coasters. Remember, but remember the first time you're getting. I was literally crying. I yeah, was six and, and then, I was crying. And then getting off the roller coaster, that <laughs> I felt feeling. Felt good. Yeah, that's but the shining. Chris, we've seen. You come seen on, it. I've seen never had that experience before. with the scary movie. It's never been. Oh, I can't wait to do that again. It's been. I will not sleep for eight months now. Oh. Well, I was going to say, because I hate roller coasters, I would do a switch with you. If you guys would watch The Shining, I would go on a scary roller coaster. Oh, so we'll all be miserable? Wow. Yeah. Have you guys seen The Exorcist? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. That- so we could all be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. My friend Katie played that at her 13th birthday party, <gasps> which is the age that all the shit happens for the for the Reagan or Regan? Reagan? I forget how she pronounces her name I in the movie. I think it's Reagan. Reagan. Uh, and... I hid under a blanket the entire time, basically, at the summer party, and I still was scared out of my mind for months afterwards. That one, I do think, is a more damaging, scary movie, especially for a 13-year-old. I watched that one when I was 16, and it's, it, it stayed with me. Most scary movies, like, once it's over, I'm done. That one stayed with me for a while, and I was like, I don't know about this one. This one's a little too evil, creepy for me. But the but the Shining has the supernatural stuff too. It's different. It feels a lot different. Yeah. When I was a little kid, my parents had a Betamax player, which was like pre VHS, and they and essentially the Betamax. I don't know if they actually released movies that you could buy on Betamax, but my experience was that Betamax were movies that were recorded off of TV, mm-hmm. and there was one beta tape. <laughs> That had Poltergeist and The Exorcist. Oh, my God. And I was strictly forbidden to never watch this tape. And, of course, that <laughs> made all the more reason why I had to was find a, a way to watch it. it. No. Oh, actually, I don't know. I never got to the end of The Exorcist. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe there was. Um, but I never made it to The Exorcist because as a kid, I stayed uh, I stayed home, played hooky from school, and I watched Poltergeist. And I was probably seven or eight years old. My God. I'm talk about literally sleeping in your parents room for a month i had to pull a mattress into their room like i refused to sleep alone um but i could never even get to the exorcist and then i finally saw it in high school i honestly it's got scary moments in it but i always thought the exorcist was kind of boring personally more so (laughs) way more so than the shining they're both over two hours long the shining Mm. i was totally engaged with that from beginning to end the exorcist has great moments in it but at a certain point i was pretty over it but i know that 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 the exorcist has a lot more like visceral stuff that just can really fuck you up well probably just listening and not watching the exorcist 
that's a movie where even if you don't watch it, it's still scary as shit right. just because of the sound, the sounds. Same oh, with yeah. The Shining, probably. Oh yeah. yeah, the music and stuff in The Shining is also, or I should say, the lack of music. It's <laughs> it's pretty creepy, right. but it's great. And Halloween's coming up, guys. Now's the time to watch scary movies. No, that's actually not. Not the time I like to watch scary movies, just because it's scarier. Right. <laughs> you, you like it at yeah. like two in the afternoon in a yeah. brightly lit room. Yeah, you're not going to be alone. If it'll get you guys mm-hmm. to see it. We can do I've it. also never seen Poltergeist, and I still I don't want to see that. That one is not that that's, scary. That's like a kids. Yeah, it's kids not scary. scary movie. It's, it's like, like a, Ghostbusters. It's like a. It, are you sure? A kind. It kind of is. Not as funny is as not Ghostbusters scary at all. Exactly. Yeah. Ghostbusters is a comedy. Poltergeist isn't really a comedy, but it is a. <laughs> it's a movie that's. Produced and essentially directed by Steven Spielberg. A Gremlins frightened me, and I don't no, even know well, if I no, saw okay. it or just now heard it. Now we're on a whole scary. I'm sorry if that was really <laughs> That's what too I'm hard. Saying. I don't like anything <laughs> no, scary. I was, I was I was really scared of ET. It took me years to finish that. I, ET scared me as well. Yeah, ET scared yeah. me. Good All right, enough. guys, let's, let's pass on the Shining. Screen, okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can live. We're gonna do a double feature of ET and Gremlins. I hope you guys aren't too scared. So what you're saying is you do imagine the layout of houses on TV. That's right. I always imagine the layouts of houses on TV. Andrea Stevens says, when I throw my garbage into the dumpster, I fear I'm going to accidentally toss in my keys, too. Hashtag don't want a dumpster dive. Yes, and I've done that, Yeah, actually. it only takes one time to get that the, yeah. Before the day that I moved into one of the apartments I lived in in New York, it had a trash chute. I love trash chutes. Everywhere should have a trash chute, except that I, I watched as my keys went into the trash chute with the garbage. I'm like, oh, no. And then I had to go down, and I met the man who goes through all the yuckiness and I got my disgusting keys back and it was quite an adventure for my both my keys and me. Wait a second. You got somebody else to go in and find the keys in the dumpster? Mm-hmm. You didn't have to do just me or everyone. I feel like me, Matt, or Chris would We're definitely guys. not have had that fucking guy helping us out. He would have been like, grab your fucking shoes. There's the dumpster, bitch. Yeah. Probably. Sounds about right. That's awesome. Well, good for you. It wasn't a dumpster. It was... It was a small recycling bin. A room... With trash in it. Yeah. Hmm. I believe there were dumpsters in that room. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I dumped a cell phone down a garbage chute once in New York. Oh, did you get it back? Nope. Nope. Ouch. Did you it even was, try? Uh, no. Well, I called my – it was my brother's building when my brother lived there too. And I called – we called the super or whatever and he said, oh, we don't go in that room. It just gets compacted. So your Poor phone. phone is gone. <laughs> it was really pathetic, too. I had the phone in between my cheek and my shoulder <laughs> and was holding open the trash chute and dropping the garbage down. And my mom was talking to me and she said something really surprising. And so I just went <gasps> and moved my head up oh. and the phone oh, just that's, fell. That's oh. somehow so much more devastating. It is because you're like, I'm so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, Those moments always happen in slow motion, right? Oh, totally. I'm, I'm more scared of dropping my phone in the toilet now than... Then the uh, yeah, the I don't machine. know. Doesn't bug me that much. No, I've done it. <laughs> you have? Yeah. Did you just fish it out? Yeah. Ew. Good it was you. horrible. <laughs> Wait. So when? How did you contact your mom after you dropped the phone? My I was brother. Thinking, I was she must have been brother. nervous. Thank goodness. Yeah. She. She thought. I mean, she's like, you just drifted away. Then <laughs> <laughs> there was a loud thud. Yeah. <laughs> All right. WW leader Amy says. Just me or everyone. I consider how likely my posts will piss someone off before accepting a Facebook request and how likely I am to want to gossip about them. Sort of. I sort of, if, if, depending on who it is, if I'm all of a sudden like, oh, this relative of someone is now following me, for like a day it'll be in my head and then I'll forget. And then I'm just back to posting whatever. Well, I don't post anything that calls out anybody anyway, so I, I don't have that fear. 
And I don't like reading other people who do it either. So yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah, I don't mean anything specifically gossipy. I just mean all of a sudden I'll be extra. I'll just have you know another level of thought before posting something raunchy or about farts or whatever. I think this applies to people who like share and post a lot more than I do. Yeah, Facebook's a consumption. Or maybe maybe like a lot of people have. Uh, pictures of them like partying real hard and they don't want their boss, you know, right, friends that to know kind on of Facebook. Thing. Maybe that's what it is. Kristen Mick says, my fingernails feel like they're suffocating after they are painted, but my toenails don't. I know that feeling Damn. of the sort of cold, wet on your fingernails, but I wouldn't say it feels like suffocating. I get this weird sensation that I think I, I think it's what she's saying, but it's like maybe there's like an extra added weight to your fingernails that yeah. you're not used to or something. Yeah, but do you get regular manicures? I have tried to lately, but as you can see, I have not updated in about two weeks. Um, I wish I was more dedicated to those sort of beauty things. Yeah, <laughs> I don't either. What is a reasonable amount of time between, let's say, manicures? Two weeks. Two I'd weeks. Say? Why? He said reasonable. How frequently do you go? Oh, you know, whenever <laughs> I have time, girl. Um, no, my mom goes every week and has for like. 20 fucking years and I've always thought it was absurd but like the only people every time I say it's absurd she's surrounded by her friends who like don't want their game fucked up either so they're like no that's like we should go more often and I'm like really? (laughs) Huh. I think my mom goes every two and and for all I know our no if our mothers went to the same place then we would know that but because my mom just sits there and talks yeah. Same with my mom. Yeah. Oh, so but, it's like a hangout for her, though. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's friends yeah. with Social, her. Social, yeah. She's yeah. friends oh. with the chick who does her nails. It's like, like us getting a drink at a bar or something. Yeah. If okay. we had a designated person that we just only existed to give us a drink and have a conversation with them. Yeah. Huh? All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I – ever since playing guitar, which at this point was a million thousand years ago, I really haven't put much care into my nails and I'm aware now that there's nothing really preventing me. And yet the idea of – I just don't like man, I just don't like that whole thing. I think it looks good That's when, I, the thing. when I get it done, but I, I can't bring yeah. myself to do it really. I hate going um, and I hate waiting for my nails to dry. And there's things about it that is super annoying, but they, it does look a lot better. And people on Instagram, when they've seen that my nails look like they do right now, all chipped and stuff, have been very snotty about really? the way my nails really? look. Yeah. And I'm Back like, off, I'm people. sorry, I don't have time to go to the salon. That's yeah, that's, all the time. That's it's just like crazy thing to guys me. Look at, oh, she doesn't have the time. She must be pretty busy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's right. She's working. <laughs> These nails are not desperate. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Kirk says, "Just mirror everyone. Even if I dislike a bottle of wine, I decided to try and buy. I have to finish the bottle eventually." Hashtag cheapskate. You need to start going to Bevmo. Five cent sale. If you don't like the wine. They'll give it back to you. Really? Take it back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A lot of like wine clubs and places like that. Wait a second. You take opened bottles of wine back to BevMo with like two glasses? If you bring back a a bottle, yeah, excuse me. If you have like the five cent sale and you open the bottle of wine, it sucks. You can bring back the other bottle of wine with your receipt and they refund you for both. I'm so glad I'm not picky. (laughs) Like, unless it was like corked or like, you know, salad or something. Yeah, I don't don't even care. (laughs) I'm not like, uh, I w- I'm trying to understand wines a lot more because I do think they're interesting and I do enjoy yeah, drinking. Absolutely, and I will say that there is certainly such thing as really bad wine, like oh. bottles of wine that you could just taste it in every sip. Like even if the flavor is okay, you could just feel it. You're gonna get like a hangover the next day. It's like really cheap wine, not necessarily it, it can even just cheap, be but just bad wine too. Like there, there is 
twenty thirty dollar bottles of wine that are like that. If you don't, yeah, it's like a style of wine to have. I mean, I don't know exactly how it is, but as I kind of understand, it's like the tannins or the the amount of skin that's still left in the wine. Like there are certain combinations of it where you know it releases certain flavors, but if you know you know your own head. Like there are certain kinds of wines. Like it doesn't matter. Just I know this is going to feel right. horrible in the morning. Have you ever returned like a bottle of wine at a restaurant or anything? Yep. On Valentine's Day. Because not you didn't this like past it year. or because it had, gone, it had turned? No, because it was just not good. It was Valentine's Day dinner, not this past year, but the year before. And it was a pretty expensive bottle of wine and it just was not good. Like it just was the wrong kind of taste, the way the waiter described it. It was just not you but just you just didn't like it. We didn't like it exactly. We didn't like it, and uh, frankly, it was a lot of money to that, pay. That, yeah, so. that's, that's part of it. I mean, before like you know, when you pour when you get order a bottle of wine, they do a taste first, and then you taste it right. First. And you could that that's why they do it. And frankly, the waitress was pretty pissed off about having to swap it out. But that happened to me. <laughs> Did they not give you a taste of it first? I think that they might have, and it was but, like, oh, yeah, okay, go ahead and pour it. It's just like a courtesy, you know, because you don't want to be yeah. – I mean, I just – You don't expect you don't them. Be that you never expect you them to <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Well, I just don't think I had the confidence to to have a sip and be like, oh, this is no good. It's like you taste it and you go, oh, okay, sure, and then you pour it, and then you're having a few sips. And you're like, uh, all right, we're going to have to have like three more glasses of this. Not very good. Um, and it is kind of awkward to, to right. ask for it. And certainly oh, yeah. you get that that what – like, you know – Whose shit is that smelling kind of face from the waitress? But I don't really, uh, I don't really care, you know. Whose shit is that smelling? Yeah, that's what I said. But you know, what, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't find the right word order. Whose shit is that smelling? That happens to be all the time, and I feel like you get the intention. Less, yeah, let's. Everyone knows what you mean. Yeah, let's just yeah. go with it. Yep. Thank you. Even Trollers. though I didn't. Uh, Michael Dunleavy says. Annoyed by people who lose their shit because I put ketchup on my hot dog. I like the taste. Calm the fuck down. Who loses there, their shit? There's only one guy I know that loses his shit. Adam Carolla. Does yeah. this guy know Adam Carolla? He must be talking about Adam Carolla. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it, I guess anyone from Chicago. Chicago. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. You don't put ketchup on a Chicago dog. It's evil. Cats up. Nope. Sam Kim says, is it hot in the studio? Can someone turn the AC <laughs> when the show starts? Well... Yes, it's fucking there was a little. Here. I was gonna yeah, say no, for the first time, I actually find it on the colder side in yeah, here. Yes, we chilly. started ca- keeping the AC on. It's also because I'm, I set the AC lower than most people do. Good, keep yeah. doing that. Yeah. I'd rather be cold. Me too. Yeah, me too. Matthew Puckett says, "When I learn a new word, I then hear that word several times that week." Yes, I have this all the time, and I wonder: is it just that I'm more aware of it now, or? Was I aware of it the first time because all of a sudden it's a trending word, essentially? I mean, that happens more if it's a like a slang term. Like YOLO. I think yes. it has more to do with being cognizant of the fact. It's sort of like you never really see the car that you drive on the street until, you know, you don't see other people driving that same Mercedes that you have until you have that car. Right. And then you're like, oh, yeah, there's my car. There's my car. This is what you tend to notice. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. I mean, I don't know. There's some theory. There's a name for it. It starts with a B. I don't know. Someone out there probably knows it. That explains what this phenomenon oh, is. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that sounds Well, you neat. know what? Yeah. Something that's similar to this that has happened to me a lot and it freaks me out is like when you're talking to your friend about a song and then it just plays on the radio. That's weird. Like yeah, you just hear weird. it in the mall later that day or something. Like that's that's when it's really strange. Or when you're listening to the radio and you predict what song comes next. Uh, you've done I've that done before? That. And you? it freaks me out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. You're psychic. Maybe. Could be. I like it when you get on the radio and two stations are playing the same song. 
Unless you hate the song and then you're pissed (laughs) off. Here's a a somewhat similar phenomenon question. And once again, it'll be sad. So I've had a lot of feelings of like, oh, I knew we shouldn't have gone away. I knew we shouldn't leave Oliver with my parents. I knew we shouldn't. I knew we shouldn't. I knew we shouldn't. I knew something was going to happen. Why didn't I listen to that? I knew it. I knew it. Like a lot of that feeling. Uh And I can't figure out, did I have some kind of instinct or premonition or is it more like let's say you have a kid that's going to go study abroad um and you're like oh sorry i was telling you to um you can take the jmos off so i can see the clock i thought you were just illustrating abroad like <laughs> yeah. around the world yeah. it was so yeah. very flamboyant you literally did a circle right oh. when you said abroad and i was so fucking confused i'm <laughs> sorry, sorry. no it's no okay. i'm sorry about that thank you do you want them back um, up no, that, oh, sorry, that was the end of just me or everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I was saying, I just want to see the clock. So that feeling of, let's say you have a kid who's going to study abroad, and of course, no matter what, you'd be worried. Yeah. And then if something happened to your kid when they're abroad, you'd be like, oh, I knew I shouldn't have let them go. I knew something was going to happen. And so I'm wondering, did I know something, or was it just that I loved him so much that I was worried about ever being away from him? I kind of think it's the latter. Well, I don't, don't want to. your personality, though. I don't want to doubt your yeah. psychic abilities here. But I think it's the latter also, yes. Yeah. I don't know. I, well, I don't want to, like, make you feel bad for, yeah. like, not, not following through. But I do think sometimes you people can have, like, a feeling or a premonition that, like, this isn't right or there's something hard, something's off or – I mean, I don't think – maybe in this situation it was the latter and it wasn't, you know, but – it's a and, fair yeah. thought. You were, it's I mean, a, it, I just, yeah, I don't know. It's a thought that, like you said, like everybody, you know, if your son's going to go off to the war or something, like you, of course, are going <laughs> right. to think something yeah. like that's going to happen. And if it happens, you proved it, you proved yourself right. Like that's kind of how the world works, but it's also a pretty typical thought I anytime you leave something is. behind right. or someone's going to go away. Well, and like you said, it's like you always think back and the what ifs always flood right. your mind. That's inevitable, I think, for any such sad situation. Yeah. yeah. Although it's like, you know, Daniel and I have really been, been kind of going through this. And of all the places that we considered him staying, if someone were to say, which one is he most, you know, of these different scenarios, where do you think he would be attacked by another dog? With my mom would be the last place we would have thought that would have happened because right. any totally. other places he would have been around other dogs. And now knowing that he probably smelled sick, I think that he could have been in danger anywhere. Sure. I still blame those fucking owners with their off-leash dog. But I do think that maybe he was emitting a smell that made other dogs more prone to target him. Yeah, um, I'm so mad at those owners, oh, too. Oh, I, told, I totally am, too. I told my mom your story over the weekend, and she got really emotional and teary-eyed. And her first reaction was, why was that dog off the leash? She was so upset that, for you and so angry at those people. Yeah. yeah. it's That was Adam's I mean, reaction. That's everyone's reaction. I mean, yeah. even I think even knowing that he was – he did have kidney disease, even knowing that, it's still – I think, like I said, it t- it makes it a tiny bit easier to swallow for me because it's not it's not like it seemed at the beginning, which is oh my god, our young healthy dog was killed by another dog. It's not that exactly, but it it's still this whole thing. He would still be alive currently if he wasn't attacked, and there's still no excuse for people to have their gigantic dog off leash, especially when they've been warned. Or they've been asked multiple times to please put your dog on a leash. Those fucking fuckheads. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> yep. All righty then. <laughs> um, well, thank you guys so much. Thanks for having thank me. Thank you. The show. Anything, so good to do it. Anything else that anyone wants to talk about? Or should we wrap it up? I don't know, Kalen? I'm good. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It does help out the show. We have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. And you can get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. We have two special uh, bonus episodes available recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. First one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. Next one with Doug Benson and much of the Thursday gang. Those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. Did I just say that? Every time I feel like I say it twice. But that's because I'm losing my mind. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Um, you can email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F, at adamcrowell.com. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith for Matt. Please go to therewillbespoilers.com or just type in therewillbespoilers. That's uh, my podcast I do with my friends this week. Not you guys are not my friends, but my <laughs> other friends that I have. Oh, you have other friends. Yes, a few others. <laughs> uh, this oh, week's show, There Will Be Simpsons. There's a crazy marathon going on FXX, and I love the show. Talk to friends about it. And next week is my 250th episode. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Yep. That's it. Chris? Um, Don't worry about me this week, but go to uh, Etsy.com where they sell all, you know, those handmade items. My friend Danny Karpinski made these really cool uh, minimal baseball posters. So if you're a baseball fan, he made them. Oh, I've seen these. They're really fucking cool. Yeah, they're they're amazing. And, like, yeah, something for every team pretty much. So just go to Etsy.com and type in Danny Karpinski, D-A-N-N-Y-K-A-R-P-I-N-S-K-I. And that's his name, and yeah, all his baseball posters are there they did, that he designed. They're great. All right, and Jenna, um, keep the tweets coming for AFV. I'm gonna post the audition online so you guys can all watch it. Yeah. Too. Oh yay! Yeah. JKG for AFV. No. <laughs> JKJ. Yeah, that's what I said, right? Sounded like JKG, but we'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll let it slide. And don't Kaylin? don't do that one. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about me. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. And listeners, thank you. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen Show.
Digital.